That's two pussies. This is Ronnie. And this is Lindsay. And we've got Engineer Dan. Yay. Yeah, guten tag, hoxins. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Hola. Hexins. Hexi- it's hexins, right? I think I just called you a pig it's, hoof. It's, it's hexins. <laughs> so, <yeah>. Guten tag, hexins. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't speak German, so hello to you too, Dan. <laughs> Hola. We have got a great episode today. We're going to talk about hangover cures. Yeah. And I think that this is something that probably a lot of our listeners have experienced at least once in their life. If not, you've had a close friend or family member who has experienced it and you've (laughs) laughed at them. Uh, But we wanted to explore some of the ridiculous hangover cures that are out there. Sometimes Sometimes we use them. Sometimes we laugh at them. We're definitely going to talk about them. Yeah. This is adjacent to cure for hiccups. Yeah, oh. that's another good one. Everybody's got a thing. Everybody's yep. different. Everything. Some. Uh, it's just this is crazy. Yeah, I have actually <laughs> recently found the cure for hiccups. There you go. What is it? You have to sing. You have to sing. Yes, you have to sing while you are hiccuping. Loudly, or can you just like? You can mouth it. You can do it under your breath. No, it doesn't have to be loudly. I had this theory. I had the hiccups, or no, a friend of mine had the hiccups, and I was like, okay, in my head, really quick, how is it going to do? And I was like, sing. And in my head, I was sort of thinking about, you know how people in the military will like sing as they're running to like keep this cadence to keep their breathing like the right way? Yeah, it actually helps you from getting like a stitch in your side and that sort of thing too. Yeah, so I was like, I wonder if that would work the same way. So I told him to sing. He sang, hiccups immediately gone. I got drunk a few nights later, got the hiccups, started singing. Hiccups immediately gone. Huh. What did you sing? I sang Whitney Houston's I Will Always <laughs> Love You. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Not loudly. I was walking down the street when Fair. I was doing it, and okay. I'm not a great singer. so. Huh. But yeah, it worked immediately. Maybe it's that controlled breath sort yeah, of thing. I think it is. But that's not what we're talking about today. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about hangovers in a few moments. (laughs) But before we get into hangover cures, how was everyone's week? I had a just fine week. Aw, Kenway. Kenway had a good week. I can hear his purring in the microphone. It's so cute. I've been been climbed upon. (laughs) Kenway always has a fantastic week. It is mostly spent... With snuggles, either from us or Django, a lot of meowing at the closed doors on the third floor of the house, and a lot of scratching at the walls. Kenway has a thing where after he uses the litter box, he must scratch the walls. Oh, yeah. And I don't get it. I've never got it. He's the only cat I've ever had that does it. But like all cats, you know, he scratches in the litter. He scratches more than the average cat. But he he noses around like he's looking for truffles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He likes to play in his litter. And then when he's done, he likes to just fucking scratch and tear at the walls, specifically above his food bowl. We've even tried moving the food bowl away from where he scratches and doesn't he'll find the food bowl and then scratch there instead. Does he share a food bowl with Django? Well, yeah. Any food bowl that you put down becomes food for every yeah 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 and we we have dry food down for them whenever i think it's a territory thing mister is a scratcher too like i I really think it's a territory thing i think it's them like trying to put their scent around this area that they're like you know this is mine this is where i do this thing so you know other dude that's coming over here to do the same thing i was here Uh. he doesn't (laughs) we also you know when they when they get like wet snacks he doesn't scratch the wall then just the dry no, food. No, yeah, just the just the dry food thing. And it's and not the, the water dish. It's not any place other than the dry food bowl. I don't know. It's but so annoying. And he, he like he will do it for 25 or 30 minutes. It's not like a little bit of scratching. He will scratch until we yell at him, which is great. <laughs> at two in the morning, and then again at four in the morning, and again at four thirty in the morning, and again at five in the morning. Aww. And so and he doesn't pee or poop that much. He just likes to play in his litter. So Kind of thinking Kenway might get a spray bottle real soon. <laughs> Sweet. We, we've tried sticky. We've tried like the, the scent spray stuff. We tried mm-hmm. putting sticky stuff on the wall. Doesn't matter. Oh. He does not give a fuck. 
silly little Kenway. Such a nice guy. What are we? We're talking about hangovers today. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, maybe that's his cure for the hiccups and hangovers. He just scratches the wall. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Can't we just constantly hungover? <laughs> yeah, man. On life. Tie <laughs> on life. Well, why don't we take a second to light our ritual candle? Yeah. And then we'll come right on back. Talk about hangover cures. Sounds good to me. See you soon, witches. Thanks, dude. All right. We've got Engineer Dan with us. Hola. And we're going to talk about hangover cures. (laughs) (laughs) So in full disclosure, when I suggested doing this episode, I was feeling like there was going to be this like wealth of like witchcraft, folklore, hangover, like cure remedies that were out there that I hadn't found and then still didn't find them. So we have a lot of fun ideas and a lot of, uh, I think a lot of different remedies that are out there, but this is going to be a little bit more, a a little less witchcraft and a little bit more mm, trial and error. Yeah. We're going to try all these cures? No. Oh God, no. (laughs) I don't know what to call it if, uh, uh, if a hangover cure is eating prairie oysters. Mm. It's well, not, is a it's, prairie oyster like a, the balls of a groundhog? Uh, the <laughs> balls, of, <laughs> balls of a bull, I think. Well, that's not a pr- uh, bulls aren't really on the prairie t- traditionally, right? Well, they used uh, to the be cattle. Yeah, uh, but they have a different thing, right? Maybe like, maybe bison is more accurate. Bison, mm, maybe. <laughs> Here, have a bison oyster. <laughs> <laughs> I think that in my head and heart, I like to think that they called them prairie oysters because they were just as disgusting as regular oysters. Oh, that's fair. I also think oysters are oh, disgusting. See, I, I actually like oysters, but oh, okay. only tiny little ones. I don't like the these East Coast snot filled. Yeah, dude, Cape I don't Cod like oysters. eating snot. What? I don't even like it when I accidentally like snort and swallow my own <laughs> snot. It's disgusting. Super gross. And a lot of these hangover cures today are going to be disgusting. Oh. So, <laughs> well, what's a prairie oyster? It's it's a it's a bull's testicle. Oh, it is? Yeah. But they call it a prairie oyster. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't bullshitting. That's that's what it is. It's bull's testicles. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were riffing <laughs> on my groundhog thing, which is no. much more logical. Than... Okay, fair. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, great. so you can, uh, you can, you know, basically eat them, like, dipped in batter. They're really big, so you usually have to, like, slice them up. Oh, God. <laughs> and you dip them in batter, and you fry them, and you eat them. How many animal testicles have you consumed? Oh, I, I Hold on, give me a second. All right. Oh, wow, <laughs> she has to think about this. <laughs> the answer is more than one, so now I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure I've only got goat and duck under my belt. Yeah. And duck just, balls are, like, bigger than I thought they were going to be. <laughs> just specifically testicles? Uh, Do you want to broaden the category? Well, I'm trying to think if the duck, I don't know, duck genitals that I had were testicles or dicks. Was it corkscrew shaped or round? Uh, they were long. They were battered, so they were long and thin. So I'm guessing it was the dick, uh, duck no, penis. The, I mean, d- a duck dick is it looks like a corkscrew. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> like literally a corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, um, how are you doing over there? I'm fine. I've eaten the, the testicles of no animal. No, okay, I, I think animal. three or four. I've had prairie oysters. So I've had bull's testicles. I've had sheep's testicles. Pretty sure I ate duck testicles. I think that's it. Yummy. Yum. Does it, did it cure your hangover? Did you Were you doing it for the sake of your hangover? No, no. I did it while <laughs> drinking. I'm pretty sure there were cocktails or beer involved with each one of those meals. But, <laughs> but not a cure. That's fantastic. I'm, be, I'm sorry. I derailed you. Prairie, no, no, no. Was prairie oysters a segue to something? Well, I mean, it is a hangover cure. Whom believes that? <laughs> <laughs> is that like an old cowboys thing? Or yeah, it's got to like, be. Is this from the memoir of Teddy Roosevelt? What is this? No, this was introduced in 1878 at the Paris World Fair. Oh, oh. Uh, Teddy. 
<laughs> uh, Synonymous with their prairies and their bowls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's the thing: is this is actually uh, as as written here is actually a drink and has nothing to do with actual oysters or prairie oysters. So I don't know why the fuck they called it a prairie oyster, but it was introduced at the this Paris World Exhibition, and it is a raw egg. What? In a shot glass of whiskey and Tabasco. Sometimes there's other variations where they add vinegar or Worcestershire sauce, but yeah, it's it's, okay. it's whiskey, raw egg, and something spicy. Lindsay, can I ask you a question? Yes, please. Where do you, where do you stand on a hair of the dog as a cure all for ha- well as a cure for hangovers? I mean, I think it works. That's yeah. where I stand on it. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent works for me. For me, though, I have to start feeling a little bit better before I can even think about hair of the dog. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. And so for maybe our uh, non-drinkers out there, hair of the dog is drinking more alcohol to get rid of a hangover. Hair yes. of the dog that bit you is, the, I guess, yeah. the full explanation. And the, yeah, it's 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 like like you got to get a buzz on to like mellow yourself out right. again kind of thing. So my question with hair of the dog was always around that like idea of the hair of the dog that bit you. So if you got drunk on vodka, do you need to ha- then have a vodka shot or can like, you know, a high life fix it? I don't think so. I think that you can drink whatever. I think that the idea is just to get drunk again because <laughs> then you feel drunk and not hung over. The oh. dog being alcohol, not yeah. like not specifically. Sp- yeah, not a specific spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that works for me. No? No. Oh. I don't think so. I mean, I'm trying to think of a time where I tried to cure a hangover with just alcohol and not also like something else. Because for me, when I go think hair of the dog, it's usually a Bloody Mary or a Caesar. But I don't think it's the alcohol that's fixing it. I think it's the tomato juice and the spicy and the pickles. It's the everything else. That's fair. I do like a good Bloody Mary to like help begin to heal a hangover. But ultimately, I think it's me getting drunk again. (laughs) I mean, that usually leads leads to a second Bloody Mary. Who drinks one Bloody Mary? Not me. Not me. I mean, I get it. I, I, you know, I, I get the one Bloody Mary thing, but at the same time, like... It also depends on like how hungover are you? Like, yeah. are, you, are you like still drunk hungover, or are you just like massive headache hungover, or did you try to like greasy pizza your way out of the situation the <laughs> night before? <laughs> because hair of the dog on an empty stomach, and I'm usually pretty when I'm really hungover. It's usually I'm usually empty stomach hungover, and empty stomach hungover does not require hair of the dog in my yeah. Opinion. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of what my thoughts are, too, is, like, just the idea of waking up and then being like, I'm going to have a beer. Just like, oh, no. Yeah, no. But oh, I, I like to wake and crack a beer, you know, like <laughs> at my birthday. Or, sure, you know. sure. But, uh, but not when you're also massively hungover. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I think that was the thing that I found in, like, trying to prepare for this episode is because everybody's hangover is different and the way you like the way you drink what you do while you're drinking how long you've been drinking like whether you ate whether you were outside in the sun whether you got any sleep like all of those things factor into each and every individual person as well so it's not like my hangover is exactly the same every time and then it becomes like a solution or cure for the symptom and not for a hangover in general was right. most of what I found. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally fair. I, these days, I prefer a preventative approach to a hangover, but I still get my fair share of hangovers. What is your preventative approach? Water. <laughs> Hydrating yeah. throughout the night. <clears throat> it's the two H's of drinking. Hydrate and hang in there. I remember when we first started hanging out, like, Freaking seven years ago, that was like one of the first things that you ever said to me that really like resonated or clicked. Where I was like, I feel like this guy is a wizard. <laughs> oh, you're talking about me? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking to Lindsay. No, no, no. I just where the mic is. I happened. I happened to be looking at Lindsay, but. <laughs> You thought I was a wizard because I told you to hydrate to hang in there? Yeah, nobody had ever so like said those two things to uh, me before, well, and I, mean, I wasn't a very good drinker. And <laughs> you were definitely out there running with the prairie oysters, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> 
like a little calf. <laughs> <laughs> All shaky legged and knock kneed. <laughs> oh. Like, I can give up, guys. <laughs> It's, by the way, if your friends look at you and say, you know, you don't need to do a shot every time I do a shot, which is not a specific instance of where I'm referring to Ronnie drinking, but for you, dear listener out there, if your friends are like, you know, you don't need to do another shot with us, we, it's cool. Like they're they're trying to tell you to have have do the shot, but have some water. Yeah, you, drink some water because you can like you you don't want to be the like whoa you don't want to be the party police or whatever. But I mean, come on, guys, like the hangover is extreme dehydration. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Extreme dehydration, low blood sugar, uh, loss of electrolytes. There's a number of things that go into it. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it tough to find like a, a single cure-all because I don't know about you guys. Like I'm a headache, body ache. I mean, generally tired because I do most of my drinking at night kind of thing. But pure hangover, it's like headache, body ache, sometimes nausea. I'm not a throw up hang up person but I know plenty of people that are like even this idea of coffee or food the next morning is like nausea is their biggest enemy yeah that's so crazy to me too because as soon as I wake up and I'm hungover I want food mm-hmm. give me, me food I want, yeah. I'm, again I'm an empty belly hangover guy as it's tradition and I feel like cup of coffee is great because a, a poop gets toxins out of your body you want to get that poop out of there man <laughs> yep, get and the poops out get, yep. the, get the poops out you know sleep a little longer if you have to but food all the way with well, yeah, I'm, yeah i'm on team Lindsay in that one food yeah. and more water if i because i'm not great about drinking water throughout the night while i'm drinking i am a you know chug a couple of pints of water before i pass out kind of person and that usually helps quite a bit so my hangovers i'll be very tired but I'll have like some pretty shitty body aches too. Not really a headache, gal. Body aches. Yeah, the body aches usually hit me like if I'm if I've been drinking, and I know I'm gonna get a hangover. It's when I wake up in that like two to four a.m. time period, and I feel like everything is just seized shut. <laughs> like my joints don't want to move. My back hurts. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Now yep. I'm in for it. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yep. My hangovers at the tender age of 41 are pretty consistently just, I'm tired the next day and I, I, and I need to eat something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm far past the point of, you know, the, I, I didn't get hangovers in my twenties and I thought I was a superhuman. And then in my thirties, <laughs> I started to get hangovers and it was usually like the, the search for like greasy food or morning lasagna or something would be like that would <laughs> be like lasagna. That. I actually had breakfast lasagna for my hangover yesterday. Oh, nice. that's Aww. lovely. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was the last day of the breakfast lasagna. It's been hanging out for a few days, but it's good. <laughs> if oh. you guys ever put out a cookbook, that's going in it. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. All breakfast lasagna is make lasagna how you like it. Eat it for breakfast. Uh, well, our cookbook <laughs> would be fantastic. <laughs> Perfect. i am kind of curious dan what is your like go-to if you wake up and you're hungover do you have a like man i really wish i had mcdonald's or i don't know cold pizza or like do you have a if in the world of you could have anything to eat what would be your general go-to if i'm really hungover yeah like my go-to i'm really hungover is like salty plain tortilla chips and water gross (laughs) I mean, I, want, I get it. I want like the I want something in my belly. I want salty. I want it's ready right now. Here yep. I go, and I can just like fill my tummy and drink some water, and it's the salt and water thing. It's like eating a saltine, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, but better. But 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 more like I don't. I mean, we have saltines, I suppose. But saltines, come on, man, those aren't particularly salty anymore, are they? Like, uh, fair. <laughs> no, they're really not. That's a good point. They're really <laughs> not. They're really, like, I mean, cheese it, okay, but like a saltine, like, I mean, come on. It's like the war's, the, 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 the great war is over. We can move, <laughs> we can move past saltine crackers. <laughs> I am an advocate for the little oyster crackers, those little restaurant plastic baggies you get when you order like a side of chowder or whatever. Those Man, aren't I, salty either. I no. find, but they're but they're they're crispy and they're just salty enough for me. I like them. They All right, good, they got a crunch. Salty Fair enough. Saltines, t- <laughs> saltines is like wet paper. <laughs> what about you, Ronnie? What do you like to eat? Uh, I'm a bacon person. Uh, I like, yeah, it, basically if it's got bacon, I'm into it. 
Uh, that would be my go-to. I always like the idea of a breakfast sandwich, but I'm really, even not hungover, I'm really touch and go with eggs. So a perfect breakfast sandwich where the egg is hard cooked and it's got bacon and tomato and it's on a toasty, crispy English muffin. That sounds awesome. But the minute that that egg is nothing but over hard, <laughs> like I will take one bite and that'll be it. I won't eat for the rest of the day. I'll be like, no, hard no. But my general food go-to, I, I guess this kind of classifies as food, is tomato juice. That's oh, yeah. my preferred, like if I'm really hungover uh, or just generally dehydrated, like a couple of glasses of tomato juice with ice cubes in it so it's like really cold, mm -hmm. that is perfect. And that's why I say... Hair of the dog for me being a Bloody Mary, I think it's more the tomato, Clamato, terrible bars that use V8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it is the actual, like, the, the booze. It's the tomato juice that I want. That's fair. That makes a lot of sense. I used to be the, like, you know, pizza, like, order a pizza to be delivered for breakfast for your hangover kind of person. But these days, all I really want is, like, a Scooby sandwich filled with a whole bunch of vegetables and maybe some fake bacon in it. Yeah. But really like fruit, vegetables, nice. something fresh and nurturing in that way. Yeah. One of the uh, food-based cures that I saw that when you said like fresh vegetables made me really think of this was um, in particular watermelon. Ooh, and the, the recommendation was to take a big fat wedge of watermelon, poke some holes in it, fill it with gin, and then eat it. Oh I was God, like, no, no. why? No, no, no. You've taken a perfectly good care and then added <laughs> gin. Why? Well, it's hair of the dog. A lot yeah, of people yeah, take hair of the dog. For sure. You're at, you got your sugar, you got your hydrator, and you've got a little bit of booze to take the edge off, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a it's everything you need. <laughs> Fair. I love watermelon and I do like gin a whole lot, but I've never been a fan of the like cutting the hole in the watermelon, sticking a bottle of booze in it and letting the booze seep into the to the flesh. I yeah. just don't like it. I don't like it either because it changes the texture of the watermelon and it becomes kind of like I don't know. It breaks down a little bit. It comes a little mushy for me. Yeah. And also I don't like watered fla watermelon flavored booze. I so don't either. I like watermelon as it is, and I like booze right. as it is. Yeah. I, I kind of feel the same way about, like, jello shots, too. Like, I don't want a fucking jello shot. I <laughs> never want a jello shot. <laughs> They're disgusting. My, I'm like, my mom's a huge mudslide gal, so she makes pudding shots. Well, that sounds good. Now though. you freeze I like them. No, it's no, it's it's like <laughs> now, now we're now we're getting into like, would you like, would you like a piece of birthday cake and a shot of gin? It's like <laughs> kind of, but no, no, I don't want that. I don't want that at all, especially to like bring up the hangover. But I do feel like salt is a component for hangover cure, as is sugar, which is why a lot of people will go like sausage sandwich plus glass of OJ. Yeah. That's a big one. Yep. Yep. In my reading and research, I found a really fun Roman one now that I want to share with Ooh, you. Ooh, cool. Sweet. So the Romans had a couple of fun food-based cures. Gladiator oysters. <laughs> <laughs> Deep fried canaries. What? Delicious. <laughs> so apparently they were, uh, again, through old Pliny the Elder, uh, the recommendation was a whole deep fried canary to what? cure your hangover the next day. That's a tiny ass bird. The whole thing? Mm -hmm. Like bones and everything? Well, I mean, it's so well, small. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's like they, a soft shell crab. It gets kind of more gross. It gets different. They also recommend raw owl's eggs. And sheep's lungs, which I saw a bunch in variations of sheep lung, tripe, soup, like a lot of like internal organ meat in various cultures. So that makes yeah, sense. Mexican there's a, tripe there's soup, like a Portuguese tripe soup. Vitamins and stuff and For sure. internal organs. But yeah, an owl's egg. I was like, who the fuck is collecting owl's eggs? The Romans. I don't know. Where do you even find an owl's egg? In an owl's nest. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make their own nests. They just steal nests of other birds because owls are assholes. I didn't know that. It's true. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that would actually be really fucking hard to find an owl's egg right. then. Owls aren't really nest builders, but if you build a nice nest, then the owls are going to show up and be like, ah, this is ours now, kid. They take your lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's up, Canary? Go get deep fried. (laughs) (laughs) I also saw one that I've dubbed the sexy avocado. Okay, we have to hear about the sexy avocado. Is there, okay, avocado's not the most attractive treat. You found a way to sexy one up. Well, so. They taste delicious, (laughs) but let's be honest, they're this mushy gator pear looking thing. Gator pear. <laughs> yeah, I found a '50s cookbook that called, referred to avocados as gator pears. <laughs> I got a pretty big kick out of it. So, so I found this like old magazine that I. So I feel like the premise of this was uh, basically people would write in with their like correspondences and their suggestions. So it's unclear. If this was somebody writing into the newspaper or magazine or somebody writing to a friend of theirs. But this comes from a dude named John Leon of Los Angeles. And this is somewhere in like the 1920s, 1930s, I think. I'm going to read it verbatim because it's kind of ridiculous. Okay. John Leon is definitely a porn star. (laughs) It says he was a bartender, so. John Leon? (laughs) Come on. He could have been both. (laughs) Probably was both. (laughs) (laughs) Step one, buy an avocado. Not a hard one, not a soft one. It's got to be just right. Definitely a porn star. (laughs) Tender to the touch, (laughs) but not too easy. Definitely a porn star. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. This is like penthouse letters. (laughs) (laughs) When you get home, peel it. But gently. So there's a little green left. Cut it in slivers. If your hand is steady enough. And then salt it. Salt it lightly. Okay, can you be a little more... Can you get into the theme of this guy's writing? Because I feel like <laughs> you're fired from the audiobook presentation. <laughs> like gently, gently. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've ruined her, Dan. <laughs> Now she's done. <laughs> I'm totally done. I'm also try- trying to salt read this while, <laughs> while on the mic. A <laughs> little bit of salt. <laughs> Peel it gently so there's still, like, you know, stuff inside. <laughs> well, it's better to use your right hand if you haven't cut yourself already. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but that's what he said. Eat that like it is. Never chill it. It's hard enough to take it as it is. I'm not kidding. Eat the whole avocado. And then you have sex. You know, nothing in bad taste, not fast, not vulgar. Take your time. Don't kink shame us, John Leon. (laughs) (laughs) Lie there a little while. Catch a little shut eye if you can, but by no means go again. Lame. He's trying to cure a hangover, all right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's trying to help you out. He was definitely a nighttime bartender. <laughs> <laughs> After you're back down on the ground, I mean really down and relaxed. Get up, step into the shower. The water's got to be just right. Not too hot, not too cold, just right. Spend a half an hour in there if you've got to, and when you step out, walk up to the mirror, shave. Then use that sexy lotion. (laughs) Walk out feeling new. You're ready for your first drink of the day. (laughs) Damn, Johnny. Jesus Christ. That's the best. There's all kinds of ridiculous cures out there from eating activated charcoal to like, like we said, deep fried a canary. This is the best one. (laughs) I don't know, man. Eat a salty avocado and then have sex. Take a shower, (laughs) shave, go get a drink. (laughs) His storytelling is adjacent to fucking Goldilocks and the Three Bears, first of all. Everything's got to be like, not too much, but not too little. (laughs) Just right. It's like, whoa, guy. All right, it's an avocado. (laughs) Avocado, sex, and a shower. Got it, John. Thanks, bud. (laughs) You know, if I may, if I may just completely jump in here with with something that I realize is that the day that we're recording this, it's like low key under the radar, the Oscars tonight. And I was I was like, you know what? Who cares what we think? What do celebrities have to say about curing hangovers? Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) 
1999, Shakespeare in Love, best actress, Gwyneth Paltrow. You know how Gwyneth Paltrow, I love that movie. you know how she takes, yeah, she best actress. You know how she, she cures her hangover? She puts a jade egg in her vagina. That is a thing that she sells now, currently. That's her business model. But her hangover cure, and this one to me, is for the people that have like tub shower separation situations. Ooh. Maybe you got two bathrooms, maybe you got a shower and a tub. This one's a tough one for us, but anyway, hot, 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 almost too hot to sit in tub with Epsom salt. You're going to soak in that. You're going to hop out. One minute of freezing, bracing, cold shower time, then back into the hot tub. Wait till you relax again, hot tub, and then back into the ice cold shower. <laughs> wow. So she's going to sweat lodge it. Yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna go, you're gonna go hot, and then you're gonna like one minute of bracing cold water, and then back into the warmth. And then yeah. I, once you're comfortable again, out of the warmth into a ice cold shower situation, and then towel off and take a nap. I think that that would work fucking fantastic. I've always wanted to do the like hot tub jump into snow. There you go. Well, Renee Zellweger, my girl, two-time Academy Award winner, 2002's Judy. I'm sorry. 2020's Judy Best Actress and 2004 Cold Mountain Best Supporting Actress. She's going English on our asses. Beans and toast. I do love beans and toast. I gotta say, if I can't have tomato juice, a f- like a full English, that's a fantastic hangover cure. Now, see, she says full English for sure, but she's like in a pinch. Beans, well, beans and toast. In a pinch, to me, full English boils down to. Beans and toast. If like I, if I'm starting to take away things from a full English, to be left with like only two ingredients, three would be beans, eggs, and toast. But I would skip the eggs in favor of the beans. Yeah, yeah, into it. Beans and toast. Smart, is like, yeah. you know, Like if you don't feel like doing the full lasagna ride. Yeah, no, I actually pretty ha- quick and Brian dirty. makes me beans and toast plenty for breakfast. I love me some beans and we toast for breakfast. We don't do beans and toast enough. I right? know. Now I'm like, fuck. I know, I know what I want for breakfast It's so tomorrow. easy. It takes like less than five minutes. So good. Yeah. Here's a great one. Julia Roberts. 2001 Best Actress, Aaron Brockovich. You ready? Now, these are separate entities, but it involves two beverages. Champagne and carrot juice. A little bit of carrot juice. A little bit of champagne. Oh. A little bit of carrot juice, a little bit of champagne. Okay. You just got to sort of like ride the lightning, as it were. <laughs> maybe, maybe you got to turn up the champagne a little bit, turn down the carrot juice. Maybe you got to go f- way more carrot juice, a little less champagne, you know, but you just keep going until you feel better. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's the world's worst mimosa to me. I don't like mimosas, period, well, but I definitely it. don't like carrot juice. We're not mixing it. Brunch, right. is the, brunch is the meal of many beverages. Uh, that's true. You're going carrot juice. It's true. Which is a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you can buy it from Whole Foods. <laughs> You think Julia Roberts, Best Actress, 2001, Aaron Brockovich is buying air carrot juice from Whole Foods? I don't know. No, she's probably got a super fancy juicer, and she probably. like buys a bunch of carrots and like shoves them in there. That she does not know how to work. That somebody makes the juice for her. No, we got to give her more credit. You think she's, she's Julia down? Roberts? She, she knows how to her? juice her own juice. She's best actress, best actress. Uh, my my girl coming in last here, Kate Winslet, 2009's The Reader. Never saw it. Best actress. Oh, I did. It's good. She's nominated six times. That's what she won for. She is going, it's kind of elaborate, and it's very English, but she's going sausage and bacon sandwich, plus a very large OJ, plus a very sugary tea. Hmm. That's so British. We're consuming all those things. Yes. And then we're going to take a nap. <laughs> the nap is the critical thing with all these things. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to take a shower. Yep. And you're off. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, best, <laughs> best actresses. <laughs> I think those were fantastic options. I think so, too. I think the, the one, though, that I would replicate, though, is for sure beans and toast. Yeah, for sure. Me, too. Beans and toast. Yeah, you need something to fill you up that's not too challenging for your stomach. That doesn't take too long to make. You can do it yourself because we don't have housekeepers. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm skeptical on the carrot juice champagne situation, but I will give it a try someday. Out you of got- respect for Julia Roberts. <laughs> you know what, dude? No, I can totally see it working. You've got tons of vitamins in carrots, tons of them, and then you got your hair of the dog with the champagne. Maybe she just prefers champagne. <laughs> Great. That's her drink of I think choice. That's a, I think that's a thing that a child gets drunk off of, but fair enough. Yeah. Or a real fancy lady. Or, real fancy. Or a real fancy lady at an Oscars party yeah. and an Oscars after party. Because <laughs> that's definitely what they're serving. I've never been able to afford the kind of champagne that's like considered to be exactly. good champagne. Right. 
So I can't, I don't think I've ever actually truly had champagne. Same. I've had one or two glasses of real good champagne, but not enough to get drunk off of. And I think that would change. That would be life changing. There's plenty of good <laughs> champagne out there that you can get between like 40 and 50 bucks a bottle. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, that's a lot to drop on champagne, you yeah. know. But you're right. I need to give it. I need to. I need to see the world a little bit, a little bit broader. I need to. I need a high end champagne bottle. <laughs> Maybe I'll wave my. I work in the world of people bring me things to try. I'll just like tell one of my distributors to bring me a high end champagne. Ooh, yeah. And then I never have to worry about it ever again. Yeah. <laughs> if that comes through, I promise, witches. Bring it on the show. We can try some fancy champagne. That'd and be awesome. And smoke something, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, why don't we take a short little break? And when we come back, we'll share just a couple of our favorite, most ridiculous hangover cures that we found or I have w- been suggested or have maybe tried. I love it. Cool. Let's do it. Back so soon, witches. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, cork. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I think we probably all tried some sort of wacky thing to get rid of our hangover at some point. And there are definitely some really cool historical ones out there that I wanted to share. By cool, I mean absolutely disgusting. I would never try it ever. But there's a few that, I don't know, that seem okay. And I'm like, I wouldn't mind. But most of them are gross. <laughs> and it's the gross ones I want to share. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys can share whatever you want. <laughs> so I'm going to kick us off. Yeah, let's hear it. This is a very ridiculous option that involves rabbit dung. So which we can actually try. We have lots of bunnies in the yard. Not going to. No, not we could. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so the thought process is that cowboys in the American West thought that if you went out and got some rabbit pellets and brewed it into a tea and then drank it, your hangover would disappear, which is kind of maybe possible because rabbit poop is apparently very high in both salt and nutrients, um, like potassium. But we have <laughs> fresh bananas now, so you could always just eat a fucking banana <laughs> and not make yourself some rabbit poop tea. But I thought I'd start us off nice and easy with some rabbit poop tea. Oh, man. All right. Not it. <laughs> I once saw, like, this is this is me back in my barman days. I once saw at the end of the evening someone come in who was a bar person. I'm not going to say their name because it's irrelevant. But they had very clearly gotten way out, way out past it and were about to head home but knew that they must consume food before going home and in doing so ordered a burger and fries but then proceeded to literally close their eyes and just ugly eat like just <laughs> just like jam as much in as quickly as possible before leaving with their eyes like just closed just like <laughs> nom, 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 like just <laughs> 10 fries at a time and then oh a bite of burger just like fucks were off the table and they were just going for it and i'm like I don't think th- if you can keep that down, that might work. But the way you're eating that, I feel like you're eating that like you don't think you can. Yeah. Cl- oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so <laughs> like much like the two H's of drinking hydrate and hang in there. It's oh, like, th- like get yourself a small stack, like order a plate of fries for the table. You don't need to ask, hey, do you guys want fries? Just order fries. Yeah. And snack on them and let other people snack on them. Maybe this is a pre-COVID world I'm describing, <laughs> but just in general, if you're out with people and you feel comfortable being around people with masks off and consuming things, like no one is ever going to complain if you order a small snack that is not dietarily difficult for everybody because you're probably actually the cool person in the group. I recommend doing that. Just <laughs> send a small send some snacks out without even without even asking people if they're hungry. It's a hundred percent. It's it's the best baller move ever because at some point while you're sitting there drinking and hanging out and socializing, somebody is going to be hungry mm-hmm. and isn't going to want to be the first person to order food. But in terms of hangover preventatives, eating something as you go, 
man, that does a world of good for me. More than like one glass of water for every drink I have, like food, a hundred percent. I could not drink any water as long as I've had something to eat throughout the night. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're on team me there. Like, like yeah, that, people I mean, are so bad at restauranting and you see it every day. And the problem is, so is that it. it needs to become a fucking group decision on everything. It's oh just like, God. just order a couple of things and then pay for them yourself and not like be like, well, you had some of the fries. So you owe me like two to Venmo me a couple of bucks. No big deal. Just order some fries for people. Or just Jesus. split everything evenly. Stop being a fucking dick. If you're going out, then you've got to be prepared to pay for the night out. I like <laughs> I like a good bar crawl. Yeah. I do. But one I of my fa- one of my favorite things about a good bar crawl is from pl- every place you go, just get a small plate. Yep. Yeah. And just get a small plate and around. Somebody gets yep. it at the next place. Yep. So you're grazing and you're drinking and then on to the next place and you're eating over there and you're drinking and you're eating at the next place and you're drinking. At the end of the day, you know, you have a your hangover is minimized. And or is like sustainable for the following day without having to go out and find rabbit shit. (laughs) Yeah, no rabbit shit. I'm going to read one off of your list, Ronnie, because this is something that I could actually see myself maybe trying if I remembered to. And it's the lemony armpits one. Oh, this one came up a lot. Yeah. So in Puerto Rico, some would-be revelers opt for preventative measures. I said earlier, I'm a preventative gal. I like to like drink the water before I wake up in the morning and have, you know, the hangover. So they opt for the preventative measures by rubbing a slice of lemon or lime into their armpits before a night of boozing. Some versions say you only need to do this on your drinking arm. So I'm guessing that's the arm that you lift with. I don't know. I would I would go with both. <laughs> just to be sure, safe sure because i can drink with both arms right you could double fist it <laughs> what is it with i mean jean leon was like you suggested using your right hand for this avocado situation it's like, <laughs> don't like don't, don't man don't, don't micromanage my, yeah, lemon, don't my lemon situation <laughs> i'm gonna do it to both pits the science free explanation is that it's said to keep you hydrated I don't know if this works, but it definitely came up a lot and that is in the vein of i would try that yeah I don't know exactly how lemon in your armpits keeps you from getting dehydrated, but I don't know either, but I'll try it. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> it is a gateway to, I guess, to your pores or whatever. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Does it work like a deodorant kind of like an antiperspirant? Does it keeps you from sweating out your, <laughs> your liquids? <laughs> the more you get like the whiskey sweats, the more, <laughs> the more the lemon soaks on in oh there. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, let's just smell good. <laughs> yeah. Will you? Well, like lemon. Yeah. Lemon, fresh yeah. lemon smells nice. I guess. I guess. I guess the, mo- the for me the modern American situation is that cleaning products traditionally smell like lemon, and you're just making yourself smell like sweaty alcohol and lemon. Like, <laughs> like, like I just like febrezed the room with lemon scented <laughs> febreze, but I'd also been like smoking and farting. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Do, what do I know? You know, I'm just I'm an idiot over here, just thinking. You know, I just you know greasy food. <laughs> Establish a base layer. <laughs> Carrot juices for snobs. <laughs> well, if you failed to prevent anything by sticking some lemons in your pits, uh, you didn't hydrate. You did hang in there, and now you're hungover. You could always try snorting tree ivy juice. Okay. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) So in 17th century England, our favorite, our boy, herbalist, Amalcia Culpepper. Culpepper! Culpepper. Nicholas Culpepper advised stuffing the nasal passages with juice of the tree ivy, which I think is just like English ivy. Oh. Culpepper also is noted uh, by this particular author, not my particular thought process, but it's noted that Culpepper made a career out of blaming diseases and afflictions on astrology. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But <laughs> he also wrote down, documented a lot of really, really good uses for herbs. Maybe this one works. Maybe we don't does. know. <laughs> maybe it does. Nobody's tried it in a while. Well, maybe I will. No, I'm not gonna. But I've got <laughs> lots of ivy in the yard if you wanna. 
What's the worst that could happen if you snort some IV juice? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Probably a lot of bad things. That's not. <laughs> I, I mean, am, I sh- am I shoving it in my nasal cavities or am I snorting it? Those are two different activities. Well, it sounds fair. like it sounds almost like he's like just like like the double bloody nose situation. Oh yeah, like, dabbing it in like some cotton and shoving it up your nose. Mm, that'd be that'd be different like than like doing a line of tree hobby juice. <laughs> like, yeah, some sort of like a half ass druidic plague doctor situation. It's like <laughs> Here's a fun one. Some Ooh. Native American tribes believed that sweat swishing is the only way to rid yourself of a pesky hangover. So what you do is you have yourself a workout the morning after and you lick up the toxins that your body has expelled and then you swish them around in your mouth and then you've got to spit it out. Otherwise, it's not going to (laughs) work. So don't swallow it. (laughs) Don't swallow it because if you swallow it, you're ingesting the toxins again. You got to like, you got to spit them out. <laughs> what am I, a cat? I'm gonna give myself a tongue bath after a workout. Get out of here! <laughs> no, because cats can't really spit, so you're a damn. Yeah, but you're like, you're like literally like licking your. I'm licking myself. I'm giving myself a tongue bath. Yep. Yes. Uh, but I'm not swallowing. I'm spitting my own sweat out. Yeah, yes. you have to lick enough sweat to get a mouthful to swish, Ugh. and then spit it out. Oh my god! Just that that <laughs> idea is so off putting. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like it. In that same vein of gross, again, 17th century England. 17th century England was a fun and fucked up place. Yes. A physician named Jonathan Goddard used to sell a product that he called Goddard's Drops. Very original. Which were comprised of powdered human skull, dried viper, and spirit of the heart's horn. Ooh, neato. And spirit of the heart's horn is what we now know to be ammonia. Oh. <laughs> so a little human skull, a little dried viper, and ammonia. Cool. What the fuck? Not just any <laughs> skull will do, though. <laughs> oh. Can't just be any old human skull. You can't just, like, go and get anyone. Well, crap. No. It had to be the skull from somebody who has been recently hung. Oh. <laughs> you must have been hanged to be able to be used I, as a fucking hangover cure. I feel well, like, that makes sense, I yeah, guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> The I feel like they were easily hangover? accessible. It was like, well, you knew where a fresh human skull was going to be because hangings were publicized. <laughs> so then you could go grave rob a human skull. Yeah. So <laughs> hanged person, hangover. Yeah. Don't I forget the it. viper. I get it. And the viper. And the viper. I get it. This was a favorite of King Charles II. Oh. Bet it was Charlie. <laughs> Fucking Charlie. <laughs> an asshole. That's an asshole. I'm hungover. Execute someone. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Well, Ronnie, that was very. I'm glad. I'm really glad you guys brought me in for the heavy topics. Yeah. Heavy hitters. (laughs) I really enjoyed my stay here over in Panda Corner. Pandas are doing great, by the way. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. I haven't checked in on them in a while. Oh man, ooey. You have no idea how cute they're being. Oh, man. I'll have to go look. Smithsonian's actually getting ready to reopen their zoo. Oh, So good. Maybe, maybe we'll make a trip. Woo. A pilgrimage to the panda. <laughs> Once we're vaccinated, we can do all kinds of things. Well, before we close out, I'm going to share one more. Bring it all the way back around to an actual prairie oyster. Oh, all right. So if you were so inclined, you could consume a prairie oyster and bull penis soup, which mm. is a favorite. Hangover Cure of Bolivia. Okay. So this is a particular uh, a particular flamboyantly served soup because the bull penis is actually served whole. And they average about a foot and a half in length. <gasps> no way, dude. So they simmer the penis in like a really rich broth for about 10 hours that has pieces of lamb, beef, chicken, boiled egg added to it at the end along with rice and potatoes, which all sounds delicious. And then uh, they basically take that broth, they take the cooked penis and testicles and slice them up. And almost sort of ramen style where you like, you have your bowl of like stew and then you eat those like pieces on the side with it. And it's supposed to be both a hangover cure, an aphrodisiac, 
and is said to cure back pain. I will never have a hangover <laughs> so bad that I will willingly eat that. <laughs> That's got like all the meat in it. <laughs> Not just yeah. the gross meat, but like there's so much meat in that. <laughs> I just feel like I would a get the meat. and a half of penis. <laughs> no. I would no. get the meat sweats and then just sweat out my hangover. <laughs> and then 30 minutes of a hot shower, one minute cold. <laughs> 30 minutes of a hot soak with Epsom salt and one minute of cold. Beans and toast, nap, you're done. Perfect. We nailed it. <laughs> On to the red carpet. <laughs> awesome. Well, if you've got a particular favorite hangover cure that you swear by, you can always drop us a line. We'd love to hear it, no matter how ridiculous it is, and especially if it works for you. So you can drop us a line at 5C2Ppod at Gmail or on Instagram. And we will read it, respond. We will only share with your permission. So never fear. You can you can share privately with ease. Yeah. Well, thank you, Engineer Dan, for dropping on by. Yeah, apologies to the Saltine estate. <laughs> <laughs> we really enjoyed having you. I'm sure we'll have you back again real soon. Until next week, remember, no pervs, no Nazis. Totally. Change your underwear. Cool, you can step on my panda. I didn't know you were He's friendly. <laughs> I didn't know if you were an Amanda. What were you doing? I was going to say, you know, change your underwear if you want to. Jesus, man, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing from last week. <laughs> well, I haven't listened to last week's yet.